Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, can I have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Murray podcast. Before we went on break, we discussed what we're going to talk about for this show. Once again, going through the Giants' upcoming games over the next week. But before we do that, got to do what we always do, which is recap how we did on the last episode. Overall, very solid. Uh, in the first couple games post-All-Star break, we thought that the Giants would come out swinging and potentially sweep the Pirates, and they did. They ended up winning each game on the run line as well, so that was never an issue. But the point is, the Giants ended up sweeping. We ended up sweeping, and that was a nice start to the second half. Then for the Red Series, did decently. We did think that the Reds and Giants would split the first couple games in the series. That did not happen as the Reds ended up winning the first... uh, Reds ended up losing the first two games as the Giants won an extras on Monday and they won a very, very fun game, 11-10 on Tuesday. Uh, We saw the Reds win on Wednesday. Ashcraft once again very good. And then, of course, now you have the game on Thursday, uh, which we're going to talk about in a second. So overall, very solid episode and a good week for the Giants as the Giants did go 5-1 and one in the last episode. So hopefully we'll keep it rolling and hopefully the Giants keep playing well moving forward. But starting off with the actual Thursday game, this will be a very, very early game. 12.35 p.m. Eastern time start. So Pacific, it's about 9.30, which is insane, but still. Point is, you have Cobb pitching against Abbott, and both pitchers have been solid so far this season. To go through the numbers here, Cobb has been, well, he was an all-star, which tells you how good he was, but 2.82 ERA, 1.32 whip, and 95 and two-thirds innings. 6-2 and two record overall. Abbott, 4-2 record, 2.45 ERA, 1.01 whip, and... He's been, once again, very, very solid as a young pitcher. He's only 24. He's definitely looked sharp, and he's been, for the most part, really good. He had one really bad start against Milwaukee two outings ago, but he has given up less than three earned in three of his last four starts. So Abbott should be in line to pitch relatively well. To go through Cobb's numbers, though, recently, once again, I did mention he was an all-star, so he was obviously pitching relatively well. Uh, But to go through his numbers, he has given up one total run in his last three outings. It's including the All-Star game, so I guess actually his last two outings, 12 innings pitched, one earned run, so he has been very sharp, and the Giants have fared very well whenever Cobb pitches. The Giants have won each 
of Cobb's last seven starts, and they've also won 11 of Cobb's last 12 starts. So the Giants do really well whenever he's pitching, and I do think this should be a pretty even matchup because the pitchers are, once again, kind of neck and neck if you want to go based on season-long comparison. But the Reds did win a game yesterday, but that's few and far between. That's, that's actually their only win so far in the second half. And you're looking at how the Giants have played. They're in great form. I know Brandon Crawford was officially moved to the IL, but to be honest, he's had a pretty bad year anyway. The point is the Giants, I do think, are the better team right now. They're in better form, and you're looking at the actual price for this game. The Giants are minus 115, and the Reds are minus 105. Not to even mention the fact that the Giants have the much better bullpen. The Reds' bullpen is still a mess for the most part. Give me the Giants in this one. I do think that they'll get the job done in a, what should be a close game. But I do like the under. I think nine and a half is too high. I understand it's a hitter-friendly ballpark, but we have seen the Reds, for the most part, not really do anything offensively since the All-Star break, with the exception of that one game where they scored 10 runs against the Giants. But they scored less than four runs in all the other games post-All-Star break. So I'm not exactly sold on the current form of this unit. I'll go with the under nine and a half as my favorite play in this matchup, but I will also go with the Giants on the money line uh, to get it done over these nine innings. Now, moving on to the Friday game, I forgot to actually mention that we have listed pitchers for all these games, which is very nice because that was why we had a hard time last week with the Red Series because we had no pitchers for either team in two of those games. So we were kind of just flipping a coin at that point, but we that's not the case for this one. So we should have more thorough analysis for the National Series over the weekend. On Friday, you have Wood taking on Irvin, and Irvin this season has been really, really bad. In fact, it's kind of amazing. He is, well, I mean, he's been better lately, but I, I'm shocked he was not demoted at some point during the course of the season. Recently, though, he's been okay. He has given up at least three earned in three of his last four, and he only went three innings last time out in his only appearance uh, post-All-Star break. But the point is, you're looking at, actually, was that post-All-Star break? Uh, yes, it was. That was on Saturday. So it was only post-All-Star break appearance, three innings, four earned. But overall, he's not exactly been good this season. Wood has been kind of hit or miss as well. 4.35 ERA. Uh, he's kind of been a mix between a starter and a primary guy post-opener. Last two outings, though, he's been good. Eight and two-thirds, one earned run allowed. Now, once again, it's eight and two-thirds because he only pitched three and two-thirds against the Pirates last time out. But for the most part, he's been pretty solid, gives no length whatsoever. So I do expect a decent amount of bullpen usage in this game. But the Nationals are really bad. I mean, the Nationals are 20 games under. They're 15 and 32 at home. Irvin, I don't think, is very good. And the Giants, once again, are in good form. I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. I think Wood can do enough in a limited amount of work to limit this underwhelming offense while Irvin might get shelled. So give me the Giants to win the game on Friday. I will lean to the over because I really don't have much faith in Wood or Irvin. So I think you might see some runs in this game. But my favorite play is definitely going to be on the Giants to get the job done. And moving into Saturday's game, you have the pitcher's duel of the series. You have Webb taking on Gray and Webb has been insane lately. His overall number is 3.11 ERA and a 1.08 whip. But to go through Webb's last couple of starts, he's been really, really good. Last three starts, he has gone 25 and... Sorry, he's gone 22 and two-thirds innings, and he's given up a total of four earned runs. He's been nails. So the point is, Webb is in great form, and I think he might be in line once again for a really good outing. He has been worse on the road, 4.08 ERA on the road compared to a 2.02 ERA at home. 
But the Nationals, once again, not a great offense. Webb faced them earlier this year. Seven innings only gave up one run, which is a good sign. But once again, Webb has been pitching really well, and I think he's in line for another good outing here. Gray is the best starter on the Nationals by default because their rotation is really bad. But to go through Gray's numbers this season, 3.59 ERA, 1.47 whip. However, his last two starts, he was mediocre. Uh, went five innings, five runs, three earned against the Reds, and then ended up going five innings, 10 hits allowed, four earned against the Cardinals. A lot of hits, though. 18 hits allowed in his last 10 innings. So I can see a world where the Giants get guys on base. But Webb is really good. I'm not going to step in front of Webb right now. And the Giants have fared pretty well when Webb has been on the mound. So I'm going to go with the Giants to get the job done here once again. I am going to lean to the under. I do think that you're going to end up seeing Webb pitch well. And I do think that Gray is still a solid pitcher in general. And I think he'll do enough to limit the Giants offensively to some degree. But... The Giants have won, just pulling it up here, they've won six of Webb's last seven starts, and I think that's a good sign, once again, moving forward, since Webb is the ace of the staff. So give me the Giants with Webb to get the job done. Might be a close game, but I will lean to the under and the Giants once again. And moving into the series finale, you have Di Scalfani against Gore. And for this matchup, I don't like either pitcher. Di Scalfani, I've mentioned several times on the show, I'm very low on, and he was not good against the Reds last time out. Two innings, four runs. In fact, his last two starts, he's gone a total of five innings, giving up seven earned and five home runs. So he's been terrible lately. And you're looking at who he's against in this game. It's Mackenzie Gore. Now, Gore has a 4.59 ERA, young prospect who's supposed to become really good. Recently, though, he has been a bit of a mess. Last two starts, sorry, last uh, three starts, he has been really bad. I mean, to go through the numbers here, uh, just doing the math in my head, 10 and a third in, uh, I'm sorry, uh, that's not, yeah, 10 and a third innings pitched, 12 earned runs allowed. And to go through the length there, six and a third, five earned against the Cubs, went one and a third and no runs against the Reds. There was a rain delay in that game. He didn't come out post rain delay. And then the start before that against the Phillies, he got shelled two and two thirds, seven earned runs. Point is both pitchers are really bad. I'm on the over. I don't think either pitcher is going to pitch well in this game. I think I'm going to lean to the Nationals. I think they'll avoid the sweep, but it's really not a strong opinion whatsoever. I like the over in this game. I think Discofani stinks, and I think that Gore is not much better. So give me the over in this game. You might see either team break loose for a bunch of runs, but I think this number, whatever it's going to be, is too low. So I'll go with the over in this one. Then moving over to the final three games of the episode. I didn't mention before, by the way, that they have a day off on Wednesday. So if you want to factor in some bullpen usage stuff, you can on the Wednesday game. But I'll get into that in a second. As for the Monday matchup it is a lone stand it's a standalone game because they have a one game road trip to Detroit so pretty interesting scheduling spot they play Washington then they're traveling to Detroit for one game then they're traveling back home to play against Oakland for two days which I find pretty weird but you got to make up the game somehow and this was an open spot on the schedule so you have Stripling taking on Rodriguez and simply put I am gonna go with the Tigers in this game Rodriguez has been good this season a 2.69 ERA a 0.97 ERA Stripling he's basically an opener really doesn't give much length and he actually did give some length last time out four and two thirds two runs allowed but he's still not a very good pitcher, 5.92 ERA, and you're assuming they're going to have to piece together stuff with the bullpen because Stripling does not give much length. 
But I do like Rodriguez a lot. I think he's a solid pitcher. And I do think when you're looking at how these players match up, it's not a great scheduling spot for the Giants for this game and the next game because you have to travel for a one-off game in Detroit, which is a pretty weird situation there, going from D.C. to Detroit, then going back to o- then going back home to face off against Oakland. It's a pretty uh, big mess in terms of scheduling, and I'm not a fan of it. So give me the Tigers to get the job done here in the Monday standalone game. I will lean to the under. I think that stripling will get pulled before it gets into any serious trouble. Still giving up a couple of runs, but it's mostly having faith in Rodriguez to pitch well. So give me the under in that game, but I will lean to the Tigers to get the job done at what might be plus money. And moving into the final series of this episode, two games set against Oakland. You have Cobb pitching against Waldachuk. I already mentioned Cobb's numbers earlier in the show, so I'm not going to repeat those, but Waldachuk, really not good. And he has a big issue with command. He's walked 49 batters this season in 80 innings, which is not good whatsoever. Uh, last couple outings, he's been bad. Pitched against the Red Sox on Wednesday was not good. Gave up a bunch of runs once again. And he's just simply put, not a good pitcher. He doesn't give you any length. He barely reaches five, if ever. And I think he's going to walk a bunch of guys. So, Walt the Chuck, I'm out on. Cobb, I'm in on. I think Cobb, with him being a solid ground ball pitcher, he's in line to... Uh, perform well against this bad Oakland team. They're 27 and 71. They're 13 and 35 on the road. They're a mess. They're one of the worst teams in the history of baseball. So give me the Giants on the run line in this game. I think they might bury the uh, athletics in this game. Waldachuk's really not good. And the last game in this series will be Wood taking on Harris. Now, I already mentioned Wood's numbers, and I've mentioned how I'm on the fence about him. He is still better than Hogan Harris, and Hogan has not been good this season. 6.51 ERA, a 1.47 whip. He has given them some length recently, to some degree. Uh, he's been kind of hovering around that four to five inning mark, but he has gone six before this season. But the last th- uh, four outings, he's allowed at least four earned in each of them, and the A's have lost each of Harris's last five starts. So he's not in good form. Uh, once again, giving up a bunch of runs in each outing. And I do think the uh, Giants will fare well against him in this one. I do think that Wood might give up a couple of runs, so maybe lean to an over if the total is a bit low. Maybe he'll get a number at 7.5 because it's in the Giants' home stadium, which is pitcher-friendly, but still. I think that Harris is going to struggle. I think Wood will pitch decently, but give me the Giants to win this game in what could be a high-scoring game. But I will go with the Giants to win somewhere around... Uh, I'd say six to four, six, three, something like that. So I'll lean to the over and I will go with the Giants to get the two game sweep in this set. So once again, to recap all the picks for this episode, I'm going to go with the Giants and the under in the Thursday series finale game against the Reds. I'm going to go with the Giants and the over in the Friday game against the Nationals. I'll go with the Giants and the under in the Saturday game with Webb against Gray. I'll go with the over in the DeSclafani and Gore game. Lean to the Nationals because they should be plus money, but I really don't like the side either way. As for the standalone game against Detroit, give me the Tigers on the money line with Rodriguez against Stripling. And for the final two games of the Oakland series, I'm going to go with the Giants on the run line in the first game against Waldachuk. And for the second game, I am going to lean to the Giants on the run line again, but I will lean to the over in that game. I think you'll see some runs. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Ben Murray Podcast. I'll be back once again next week to go through the Giants' upcoming schedule once again. Until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.